Create Art Podcast. Project. Writing and podcasting a novel in 30 days. Welcome, friend, to Create Art Podcast, where we create more than we consume. I'm Timothy Kimo O'Brien, your head instigator, with over 20 years in arts and education, helping you to tame your inner critic and provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, I'll be podcasting daily and writing a novel in 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo and Nay No Rimo. Makes me feel like I'm back in the military with all these acronyms, folks. That's National Podcasting Post Month and National Novel Writing Month. You're going to be able to listen to what I wrote for the day and read it at the same time on the website, createartpodcast.com. Remember, I like things kind of simple, okay? I like to practice what I preach when it comes to art. So I'm challenging myself to write and have you come along for the ride. Now, I hope this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, email me, timothy at createartpodcast.com. Now, if you want to get involved, head on over to createartpodcast.com and you'll be able to see the daily posts with the word count that I do every day, as well as the text that I do. Feel free to comment on those daily posts. And remember, folks, this is a novel that is coming fresh out of my mind. So it should make some sense. I have an idea where it's going to go. But you may be able to go ahead and help me uh, with the direction of the actual novel. And every day you're going to be hearing me reading those uh, posts to you. So I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's very exciting. I'm a little bit apprehensive, but I think we can do it. All right. Well, get out there and create more than you consume. And here is today's writing. All right. We are back. It is 25 November, 2020. Oh my gosh, folks, we got five days left. I gotta, I gotta crank it out, dudes. All right. Uh, today's uh, daily count was 1,842, which brings the cumulative count to 42,035. I think I should just stop at 42 because that's the ultimate answer to the universe. What do you all think? Email me. Let me know. Now we can't stop at 42,000. We've got less than 8,000 words to go. So thank you along for, thank you for coming along with me on this trip. And let's see what we have for today. So what is this about? What is this book that Myra is talking about? She had a book yesterday and the other day at the coffee shop that she was reading, but I didn't get a good look at it, asked Carl. Well, I'm writing a book for kids that discusses the adoption process in a way they can understand that it's age appropriate. Problem is, I haven't published it yet. My goal was to give it out to the kids I worked with for free and sell it to the public at large, replied Angela. So the inscription in the book, asked Carl, is my handwriting and would be something I would write in a book if I had published a book and handed it out to a child client. How did she get that? asked Angela. The same way she got the adoption papers with my signature on it. I know you and Nate are going over that, over what I know you and Nate are 
going to go over what I told him after you leave here. I'm very freaked out about all of this. Have you ever encountered anything like this happening? Carl asked. Never in my time as a lawyer have I seen anything like this. I mean, yeah, I've seen kids trained on how to forge a signature, but if this girl has been coached, she's been very well coached. She totally believes what she's saying. And, well, she is right about details that no one would know. Nate briefed me on what happened, but I'd like to get your take on it very quickly, asked Angela. Okay, it's not such a short story at all. Uh, Even though the whole thing started yesterday, about this time, before I tell you anything, am I in danger that you can tell? Is, Is this girl going to knife me in my sleep, asked Carl. I doubt it. She really seems to uh, to have warmed up to you. In her mind, she's been she's had over a year to do that. In reality, it's been a day. I have done, I have overseen several custody cases and adoptions, and I've never seen a child move so fast to an adopted parent. I don't think you're in any danger, but I don't know the motivation of Myra or her father. Asked Angela. I understand. So yesterday, her dad left her at the coffee shop. We took her home. We read the instructions in the diary, and that was about it yesterday. This morning at about 5.30, she gets up and tells me, "Papa." she calls me Papa. That is when things started getting strange. Then she told me about the adoption and birth certificate, which was not in the diary last night. She also told me about Nate's kids, which there is no way of her knowing about them, and how you helped out with the adoption last year. She also talked about the book you gave her during the adoption process and where we where we and there we are. Nate is going to get an investigator from your firm to look up Myra and try to find her father, but there is a problem. The diary is cursed and that curse is now spread to Cheryl and myself. I can't let you guys read that information and otherwise something bad will happen to me, Cheryl, and possibly anyone who tries to find out more about the diary and its contents said Carl. So we're really stuck in a catch-22. The information is there to help us, but if we access it, then something bad happens. I'm not a superstitious person, but from what just transpired here, I'm beginning to be wary of that diary and what it entails. Nate, tell me about a bit about your physical condition. How well are you holding up? asked Angela. I'm okay. Sleep is always a problem with me, but I'm used to that. I'm terminal with regards to my brain tumor, and it'll severely impact me at some point. I was divorced, and I'm on good terms with my ex, but as far as someone taking care of me when the time comes, that would be Nate and now possibly Cheryl, glad Carl. Okay, how about your will? I haven't seen it, but I'm sure Nate has you airtight on that aspect, asked Angela. Yeah, it's all good to go, but now I think that I'm going to need to amend it to include Myra and Cheryl. I've known Cheryl for a few years now, and she's into this as deep as I am with regards to Myra, so she may become a player in this soon. We haven't really talked about it since it all happened yesterday, replied Carl. I'm going to need some time with Cheryl, and who has the adoption paperwork and birth certificate? I'm going to need to pour through those, asked Angela. Nate took them. I took them just now. So I'm sure he'll go ahead and get you read up on those when you guys leave. Anything I should do right now for Myra and get her set up for school, doctor stuff? Asked Carl. I need to review those documents first. Then we can go from there. Right now, just document everything that happens that's out of the ordinary. 
I know. Before you even say anything, everything is out of the ordinary. Just do your best to document. We will get to the bottom of this, but we need you to stay healthy and sharp, okay? Think about a plan for care for Myra in case you can't care for her or need to take time off, said Angela. Nate knocked on the front door and Carl jumped up from the table to answer it. He didn't need to look through the people because he could hear Myra and Nate talking behind the door. You are very helpful, Myra. Thank you so much. Now, go ahead and go to your bedroom and put on put your new toys away. Put the clothes that don't fit into the uh, bag neatly and let me know when you are done. Okay, said Nate. Myra headed to the bedroom with a bag full of toys, and Nate looked at Angela. Did you two get a chance to talk? Asked Nate to Angela. Yes. You have the paperwork secured? Asked Angela. In my case, locked up, ready to work on. Made a copy with my phone and have them emailed to you, me, and our secured server. Got the confirmation receipt from our contractor, and a copy was sent to Vince. He will start the investigation, replied Nate. Uh, this sounds like you guys have done this before, asked Carl. Simple protocol. We get a document. We want to ensure that it doesn't get lost, and we have easy access to it. Angela and I will go over the paperwork, and when you come over tomorrow, we will let you know our thoughts. We might have something from Vince, although I would not count on it, especially especially if it's a very intricate setup. I have a few friends over at the police that can put on a special patrol in your neighborhood that might discourage anyone from peeking in and trying to uh, get some information or manufacturing a false narrative, said Nate. All this from trying to help out a kid. I don't want to live under police protection, replied Carl. It's not protection, it's deterrent. Remember, no good deed goes unpunished. Myra and I are going to load up my car. I'll run our fingerprints and DNA. And we should uh, get some uh, results back in a few days, said Nate. Her DNA? Fingerprints? How did you get that? Asked Carl. Carl, I've been in this business for years. Do Do we ever talk about how I get my job done? There's a beautiful term called plausible deniability. For you, ignorance is bliss. And just go with that for right now. Nate stopped quick, quickly as Myra exited her bedroom with the bag that contained the clothes that didn't fit. Ah, oh, Myra, you did a great job getting those clothes in the bag. Let's go ahead and put them in my car. And then you and Papa can go ahead and have the rest of the day to have a good time. Maybe he'll take you out for a pizza and a frozen yogurt or to the mall you both can shop around for something nice, since you've been an extra great helper today to Angela and me, asked Nate. Great talking with you, Myra, and thanks for reminding me about the book I gave you. I hope you really enjoy it. I'll see you tomorrow, and we can talk even more, if you like, about how about I bring something special for you. What would you like, asked Angela. Do you have any more law books for kids? I really enjoy reading those and learning. I want to be a doctor, but I like learning about law and helping people like you do, replied Myra. I think I have just what you're looking for around my house. I'll bring it tomorrow, and I may have a book on medicine for kids that might be a great read. Take care of your papa today. Make sure he gets to bed early tonight, all right? Replied Angela. I will, Angela. Love you, Uncle Nate. See you tomorrow, said Myra. She waved to both Nate and Angela as they went through the front door. Papa, are we really getting pizza and frozen yogurt today? Is that why you were so forgetful? I knew you were going to be such a good helper today that I had planned on taking you out today and making it a special day for both of us. Why don't you get ready to go out, and after we eat, we can go to the mall and walk around. By the time I get back, I'm sure Cheryl will be here uh, with a treat for you, said Carl. 
Myra squealed with delight and headed to her bedroom to change. Carl texted Cheryl their plans and gave her an approximate time they'd be back at his apartment. He put a note in his phone to make sure to make another key for Cheryl to come and go as she pleased and texted her that he was getting her a key made for the apartment. She texted back, are you sure? He replied, yes. Carl went to his room and changed into blue jeans and a t-shirt. He looked at his face in the dressing room mirror and saw that he hadn't shaved in three days. The stubble was more pronounced than usual, and he liked the look that it gave him. Papa, I'm ready, said Myra, standing near the front door. Okay, I'll be out in a minute, replied Carl. Look, he looked at his face once more. You can do this, he said audibly to himself. And folks, that's what I have for you today. I definitely want to thank you for listening on in, and we'll talk tomorrow. Well, because it'll be Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Create Art Podcast, where we'll help you create more than you consume. And this has been a production of Gagglepod Studios. Gagglepod, since 2016, we've been helping creatives tell their stories through podcasting. And a few of our other shows are War Yankee, where Kyle Bondo explores the battles of the Civil War that happened in his backyard. Podwrecked, where Tim and Kyle help you survive your podcast. And Tim's latest production, Clearly Obtuse, where Tim explores what an avant-garde podcast sounds like. You can see all of our shows at gagglepod.com. We hope to see you there. And until next time, create more than you consume.